The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Let's get back to You Better You Bet, presented by Bet MGM on the BetQL Network. You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM, PJ Glasser, Mark Drumheller here with you, filling in for Nick and Ken. A reminder that we're still over on Stadium. You can go to watchstadium.com, check us out over there. You can continue listening to us on Sirius Channel 160 and Sirius XM 205. We're also streaming on twitch.tv slash betql, YouTube backslash Odyssey Sports, and you can listen to us for free over on the Odyssey app we got a couple of great guests coming up casey hudson's going to join us next segment talk some nhl but joining us now is zach badger house you can follow him on twitter at zach badger house nba content writer for stadium co-host points in the paint podcast ben wittenstein who we had yesterday on the show zach great having you on man big weekend in the nba we got nba all-star weekend out mm-hmm. in Indianapolis. Is this one of your like favorite weeks of the year as an NBA guy? Do you love NBA All-Star Weekend and everything that comes with it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. From the dunk contest, three-point shootout, all the stars are out, whether it's celebrities or NBA stars, you know, chiming in on a celebrity game or, you know, the rising stars with the young guys. You get to see the future of the NBA. So for me, the All-Star Weekend is definitely like a homecoming, if you will. You ever been like a homecoming where you haven't seen people in a while and then you all get together and it's a good time? That's how I feel like the NBA All-Star Weekend is. It's like a homecoming for all the former players, current players, you know, see some of your, your fans and you see some of your different fan bases and this and that and it's in indiana so it's not too far away from here in chicago so yeah i'm definitely looking forward to it zach let's start with the dunk contest right we know the nba is trying Mm -hmm. to get fans back involved in the dunk contest and you know we're talking a little bit off air 
I love your angle on this one. Why don't you give it to the people? So, yeah, my pick really for the dunk contest this year, he decided to get in. He's a star player. You know, he got paid the big money in the offseason, and that's Jalen Brown, right? So Jalen Brown, he decided to opt in the dunk contest, and I feel that if and when he wins this dunk contest, it will allow other stars to maybe in the back of their mind say, okay, well, maybe this is an opportunity that stars can actually compete on this stage and at this dunk contest. And a guy like John Morant, he may consider it now, or a Zion, he may consider it. Like those kind of guys are some of the people, the NBA fans, they want to see participate in a dunk contest. And if they even raise the stakes with the money prize, I think that'll really give an opportunity to see more star players in the dunk contest. So I got Jalen Brown. I like it. And you're getting him at a good price. Plus 425, Mac McClung, no surprise, yes. the heavy favorite at minus 250. All right, so you like Jalen Brown in the dunk contest. What about the all-star game itself? The Western Conference is favored by two and a half. Obviously, we got a high total. Nobody plays defense. So are you doing anything in the game, or are you just looking at the MVP market for the all-star game? So for the game, right? Now, this is going to be – this may or may not be funny to some. But for me, right – Doc Rivers coaching the East in the way that the Milwaukee Bucks have been playing their last nine or ten games, I would probably lean towards the West in terms of choosing which team I would pick to win. Doc Rivers hasn't really done a good job, and he probably shouldn't be coaching. They probably should have gave it to someone else. I get that Adrian Griffin was, you know, obviously the coach for Milwaukee Bucks at the time, and so Doc's the replacement in this and that. But I think because Doc Rivers – is coaching the East that the West, led by LeBron James and the crew, will come out on top for the Western Conference and win. And that leads me to my pick for MVP in the NBA All-Star game. I love it, Zach. LeBron takes these LeBron also takes these All-Star games very serious. So I definitely like the West. Yes. Um, who do you think is gonna be the MVP here in the All-Star game? Oh, man, the smooth criminal himself. And that is Shai Gilders Alexander, SGA. I, it's like plus 1,400 on BetMGM right now. So it's a nice, juicy number. And I will say this. I know that Anthony Edwards came out and he was talking about how, you know, Chris Finch is obviously going to be the coach for the West. And so he likes threes and layups. And SGA, he likes to work that mid-range area. So I don't know how Chris Finch is going to like necessarily feel about SGA coming up, shooting mid-range pull-ups and getting to the rim and getting to the lane and getting this crossover going. But that's who I got for MVP. It might be a sleeper pick. I know he's probably way down on the list, but I like SGA at like plus 1,400, somewhere around there for uh, MVP of the All-Star game. All right, Zach, so you like SGA for the MVP of the All-Star game. What about MVP in the regular season? Could you make a case do you think it's worth a bet on him to catch Jokic and win MVP? I believe so, honestly. And I got to be – if they – if the Oklahoma City Thunder – I believe in team success should matter right now more than ever with the NBA season, right? Because if you look at it, the Oklahoma City has been flooding around the first seed or the, between the first and the third seed in the West all season. And you I got the Nuggets somewhere around hovering one through four. They've been kind of back and forth, including with the Minnesota Timberwolves. I get that. But if there's a scenario where if you look at the end of the season, right, with Oklahoma City Thunder, if they have the best record in the even in the league, they probably won't be able to catch Boston. But if they have the best record in the West, Oklahoma City Thunder, there's a good case that they should be able to sweep the awards, right? So I believe that if the, if somehow the Thunder were able to get the number one seed, 
Rookie of the year could be Shed Hogan. MVP could be SGA, Cy Gilders, Alexander. Coach of the year could be Mark D. I believe that they should be able to sweep those three awards if the Oklahoma City Thunder come in, execute, coming out of this all-star break and end up the number one seed in the West. I just wholeheartedly believe that those awards should be swept by the Oklahoma City Thunder, including MVP for SGA. Wow, that would be incredible if they ended up sweeping the award word and, you know, Check comes back. And a lot of betters would be happy if Check can come back and win that Rookie of the Year because there's a lot of value on the board. I want to talk to you about the West in general because I think it's fascinating. You know, every year we, you know, we take the Clippers in the preseason and they just end up letting us down. They're not healthy. This year they look like they could win the West and, you know, represent the West in the finals. But, again, you have this new blood in there, which I love to see. You have Minnesota. You have Oklahoma City. How do you see the West shaking out? Do you think Denver can do it again? Or, you know, what teams do you think we should target in the futures market? The Nuggets will most certainly be in the mix, no question, because they have a superstar player in Nikola Jokic who just controls the show. The Minnesota Timberwolves at times this season – have made me not as much of a believer as I once was when the season first started. They have moments throughout the game where they settle for a lot of threes, and at all, and I think that's going to be detrimental for them come postseason when the possessions really, really matter. And so I'm not super sold on Anthony Edwards-led Minnesota Timberwolves, right? But the Oklahoma City Thunder, I know they're a young team, up-and-coming team, not a lot of experience come postseason. But I think they have an opportunity to really make some noise and really have people's eyes come April. So I'm leaning with the Thunder. Obviously, the the favorite probably to come out of the West should be the Denver Nuggets. But I like Oklahoma City Thunder to make some noise. You mentioned the Clippers. And let me tell you something about the Los Angeles Clippers. On the Points in the Pain podcast, make sure you tune into that throughout the weekend. We always talk about how the Los Angeles Clippers have essentially just turned our our heads away. Because at first, those first five, six games, it didn't look good. So we were just chewing those guys out. James Harden, Paul George, and the crew, but not Kawhi, because Kawhi has played this year. We know the load management has always been an issue. So it's not right now. He has a shoulder injury, but that's okay, because he'll probably come back after All-Star 100%. They've played well. They've played well. I expect the Los Angeles Clippers to show me something come April and at least escape out of that second round. If they can escape out of that second round and possibly meet up with the Denver Nuggets or at least avoid them in the second round and meet them in the West, I think they'll have a better suit and better opportunity to see them come June. Zach, what are your thoughts on Dallas? They won six in a row heading into the All-Star break. Mm. Luke has been great this year. Kyrie's back. I like the Gafford addition at the trade deadline as well. Could Dallas be a potential sleeper team for you in the West, or do you just think that they're not going to play enough defense? See, the interesting part about the Dallas Mavericks was the trade, right? So when they traded Grant Williams and they brought over Daniel Gafford, and I believe, didn't they get Gordon Hayward too, if I'm not mistaken? Or was that a different team? Did they get Gordon Hayward Hayward as well? I think Hayward went to another team, I believe. Okay. So I I know they got rid of Grant Williams. He did? Okay. So I know they got rid of Grant Williams. They brought in Daniel Gafford. They They wanted more defense, right? Remember, that's what you just said. They talked about how they don't play a lot of defense, and that was one of the things that they wanted to at least address 
coming into the trade deadline. So they got a guy, an energy guy in Daniel Gafford, who in my eyes has played well these these first like three or four games for the Dallas Mavericks. I, I think the biggest thing is not defense, but the health, right? Like we've seen Kyrie in and out of this lineup, and we don't know what that looks like the whole totality come postseason, right? So I think if we can just get a healthy Kyrie to go alongside with the Luka Doncic, then maybe we can have a better opportunity to resurface that question again come later on in the season where we can look and say, okay, where are they? Are they going to be a team that's in the play-in scenario? Can they escape out of the play-in scenario and hop into that top six? I think depending on where they are and who they match up against is very vital for the Dallas Mavericks. Like if they match, if they match up with the Phoenix Suns, they may have their number, right? They may have their number. Absolutely. So it looks like Hayward did end up with the Thunder. So, um, you know, and more, you know, more reason to like the Thunder here down the stretch. But I want to swing over to the East real quick uh, with you. Boston, obviously, best roster in the conference, possibly best roster in the NBA. But winning in the playoffs is a little different, right? They haven't. It seems like the same issues are still haunting them with being able to close leads at the end of the games. But they are winning a lot of games by margin as well. Is there another team in the Mm -hmm. East that you think, can come out of the East. I know Cleveland's been playing well. The Knicks look good at times with Brunson when they're not dealing with injuries. Is there any value outside of Boston in the East? I know a lot of people are riding high on the Boston Celtics. I get that. I understand that. They're playing relatively well. They're shooting very well from three-point line this year. But I believe they may run into a scenario like the Houston Rockets where they may come into a point in the postseason where they miss 20-some-odd threes in a row. I just think that's the type of team that they are. I really wish my man's Joel Embiid was healthy because a healthy Joel Embiid gentleman, I believe, is going to at least take them to the Eastern Conference Finals. Because I know they haven't made it out of the second round probably since Allen Iverson was wearing a uniform. But I just so wholeheartedly was just confident, gentlemen, that Joe he was going to lead that Philadelphia 76ers team to the Eastern Conference Finals and get them to the mountaintop, passing the Boston Celtics. Now that's not the case. It's to the point now, gentlemen, in the East where it's like you really have to look at the Cleveland Cavaliers. You really have to look at the New York Knicks and say, can they compete with the likes of the Boston Celtics? And my question and my answer to that question is no, because you got the Milwaukee Bucks. They're a complete mess with the whole coaching staff and everything else. They're a mess. You got another team in the Philadelphia 76ers that I just mentioned, Joel Embiid. He's not healthy. And because he's not healthy, I don't believe they'll be able to do as much as they probably would like to do come April unless he turns it around from the meniscus, which leads me to the New York Knicks and the Cleveland Cavaliers, gentlemen. The New York Knicks, I'm sorry, New York Knicks fans, but I'm just not so not sold. I really believe that that's a mediocre team that will can escape out of the first round, but I don't know if they'll match up well in the second round, depending on who they get. Cleveland Cavaliers led by Donovan Mitchell. I would actually argue that I like the Cleveland Cavaliers a lot more to advance further in the playoffs than the New York Knicks right now. And I New York Knicks was able to take care of business against the Cavaliers last year in the postseason. But this time around, I think Donovan Mitchell may be looking for some get back if that ever matches up. Zach, we got about a couple minutes left. What about Miami? You mentioned all these different teams in the East, right? We talk about Boston, Cleveland, and New York. Miami's just kind of sitting there. They're in the seventh seed right now, but, man, we know what a different player Jimmy Butler is in the playoffs. They still got Bam. They still got Hero. Like, would that be the team to watch? Would it be the Miami Heat? I just don't know if – now, I like the rookie, Hami uh, Jaquez or Hami Jaquez, however you say his name. I like that kid. He's in a dunk contest. He's not going to win because it's going to be Jalen Brown. 
But I like that kid. He does a lot for them. Uh, obviously, Bam out of bio, he's an all-star. He plays extremely well. Jimmy's been in and out of the lineup. And I think a lot of people don't talk about this, guys. But And his name doesn't get attached to these two words. But Jimmy Butler and low management, they should go hand in hand. And a lot of people don't talk about that as much as they should. But these last few seasons, I would make a case that it hasn't been much of Kawhi Leonard doing much low management. I would argue that it's been a lot of Jimmy Butler doing a lot of low management. And because of the low management, you were able to see the Miami Heat do what they did as an eighth seed in the postseason. Now, this time around, I don't know if they may match up against a team that's in that seven to eight mark and they may not get that play-in game in their favor like they did last year. Like, the, they, the Bulls had a lead in that game, right? So if this time around in the play-in scenario for this uh, the Miami Heat, I don't believe that they'll be able to escape that scenario if they're in it this time around. So I'm not too sold on that roster. All right, yeah, it's going to be interesting to watch how it all unfolds. He is Zach Badger House. You can follow him on Twitter, at Zach Badger House, NBA content writer for Stadium. This is a great job with the Points in the Paint podcast alongside Ben Wittenstein. Make sure you go check it out. Zach, great having you on the show, man. Enjoy uh, NBA All-Star Weekend, and and good luck to Jalen Brown. Hope he wins the dunk contest for you. I hope so, too. I really do. I hope so, too. That bet is already in, gentlemen. I hope he comes through for me, SGA comes through for me, and you guys have a good rest of your show, and I appreciate it wholeheartedly for you guys having me on. Absolutely. Great stuff there from Zach. Casey Hudson is going to join us on the other side of the break. Sports betting analyst, content creator for Believe Network, does stuff for us here on the BetQL Network as well. We're also going to talk about NBA All-Star Weekend a little bit with Casey, and then we're going to dive into some NHL as well. One game on the slate tonight. Look at some futures. Also, PJ Glasser, Mark Drumheller, You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM, filling in for Nick and Ken on this Friday, wrapping up hour number three on the other side of the break. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.